The following podcast uses profanity in creative ways, and we bring up all the topics that you are warned against talking about in polite conversations. The contents herein are for entertainment purposes only. All stated opinions, views, and jokes are those of the person making them and do not necessarily reflect any business, nonprofit organization, state government, or federal government. Listener discretion is very much advised. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Utah Outcast. This is the 200th episode of the show. Well, at least we're rounding down because we've released a lot more than 200. That That is to say we've released a whole bunch of stuff on Patreon. There's a whole bunch of stuff that we release after a certain amount of time has gone by. But you, you guys don't care about the numbers or anything. And honestly, I don't care about the numbers. We're here at episode 200 and it's me, X. I'm doing all this in post-production because it's Monday night. And this episode will hit you on Wednesday morning, I believe. Yeah, it's usually the morning time when these come out, isn't it? I just wanted to say it's been a really fucking awesome journey so far to reach this point. I mean, we're we're really close to starting season four. I've, I'm working out the final details of everything. But this is the last of the Wednesday episodes you guys are going to get for the foreseeable future. We're going to go back to being a little bit longer form podcast. We're probably going to do uh, 90 minutes or so each week, and we'll, we'll promise to make it a good tight 90 minutes. That doesn't mean necessarily that every clip is going to make it into the podcast, because we will still probably do about two hours worth of stuff, and we'll always, like always, we're going to have like three hours for our patrons to listen to. What does that mean for you guys listening? It means you might need to be on the lookout on the YouTube channel to find stuff that you might have missed out on. You might want to check out Patreon if you're not a patron because you'll guarantee you're guaranteed to get everything there. But unfortunately, I've got to reclaim a little bit of my time. I've been at this for 4 years about now, and it's been it's been fun. It's been a blast. I've really enjoyed doing the podcast, and I just rethought that 4 years. If you count all the other time I did with other podcasts, we're looking at more like six years. And I get obsessive about this stuff, I'm not going to lie. I, I fucking love this medium. I love talking to my audience, and I love having an audience that checks me out. Well, us out. I should just make this all about me. I, I have a tendency to do that when I'm the guy sitting in front of the computer doing all the editing and all that shit. Anyway, Kyle and Felicia are just about as equal, equal parts important to this endeavor. And yes, I am saying with a straight face, you fucking cynics out there. Uh, Felicia adds a lot of great commentary that I don't have the ability to come with up, come up with on my own. She deals with emotions a lot better than I possibly can. I, I love having her as a co-host. And Kyle, this whole episode that you're hearing right now is Kyle-less. And you'll notice that without a little bit of Kyle Steen, like every episode, it has a little bit less soul than I look for, than you would ever see in a podcast episode from us. Because... Kyle is goddamn funny. I don't know if you guys knew that, but he is goddamn funny. And he's a blast to have around. He has better commentary a lot of the times than what I do, because I'm the guy that just reads the news articles. I'm the guy that brings it out to you people, and I'm the one that just handles the the other shit. These are the two heavy hitters of the show. I, I bring you guys commentary and I talk about things, yes. But without my ho- my co-hosts, this show would just not function. And without an audience like everybody out there right now that could be possibly listening to my voice right now. I know at least 
400 of you on the day of listen to it. And then that's not a ton for a lot of people, but that's just me guesstimating with the size of the audience I have out there. And, and that's not getting too far into the curtains. I just want everybody to know how much I really fucking appreciate you guys listening. Guys and gals. It's not just guys. It's been a real long trip. It's been a great trip. 200 episodes come and gone, and we're not going anywhere anytime soon. So I hope you guys enjoy listening. Uh, give me some feedback. Let me know what's going on with you and your lives. It, what, if this show's done great for you, I really would love to hear about it. And if you just listen to background noise, I don't give a shit either. You guys can tell me that. I just like the fact that somebody somewhere at some time has wanted this. And that is one of the greatest feelings in the world. Anyway, I'm, I'm going on long with all this rambling and shit. Uh, we've got some news items for us to drop on your plate here in a second. We're going to be talking about the Christian guy that was acquitted of destroying the Ten Commandments statues twice. Uh, we've got a Republican guy that feels naked without his gun. Jim Baker buckets. Oh, God. And a Alex Jones clip where just wait till you hear the end credit song and you'll love you'll love the combination of the two. Anyway, this is the Utah Outcast, and we will be right back with that first little clip. Hi, this is Dan, Ryan, and Matt with the Godless Revolution podcast. We've had a lot of great guests on this show. Such as Russell Glasser, Dan Errol, Brian Fields, David Silverman, Doug Mesner, a.k.a. Lucian Greaves, and Joey Kirkman, whom we love a lot. We've also had a lot of really cool local guests. And we're a podcast that likes to fight for the separation of church and state and against anti-skepticism of all kinds. You should give us a listen, because if you don't, you're going to be really sad. Make your ears happy. Listen to the Godless Revolution podcast. I'm not crazy. You're the one that's crazy. You're driving me crazy. They suck me in an institution. Said it was the only solution to give me the needed professional help to protect me from the In the summer of 2017, you might have recalled that uh, we were talking about the, the, the Monument of the Ten Commandments being set up outside the Arkansas State Capitol, where Jason Rapert and uh, Lucian Greaves have been going back and forth on all this stuff. Um, anyway, it, it, the moment it, when it was installed, there was another one in its place, and that one lasted less than 24 hours, because that first evening of that place being set up, a guy by the name of Michael Tate Reed yeah. drove his car into the Ten Commandments display and destroyed it. Yeah, this is super bizarre. And the funny thing is, the guy calls himself a self-described born-again Christian and Jesus freak. And if you, there's pictures from his like Facebook profile, and he pretty much claims that everywhere it was. Uh, believe it or not, and we talked about this back then. I'm, I'm, I'm catching you guys up if you don't remember this. He ran through the monument outside the Oklahoma State Capitol in 2014. However, last November, an Arkansas judge said that Mr. Reed, no relation, uh, was unfit to stand trial for his felony criminal mischief charge. And yesterday, this is uh, as we're recording here, it's on Saturday, so this came out like just on the, uh, this was 531, it would have been yesterday. So the same judge acquitted Mr. Reed of any wrongdoing on the basis of his apparent mental disease. What the fuck? <laughs> Oh, so Pulaski now, County. 
I'm sorry. Wait, now white guys are getting off for crimes for mental disease. <laughs> I'm not go, think- saying it I'm gets not- it gets better. Oh, it gets better. Yeah. So Pulaski's uh, Circuit County judge said that uh, Michael Tate Reed must report to the state hospital in Little Rock for additional evaluations that could lead to his release. Uh, the state hospital evaluation presented in court Thursday said that he lacked the capacity to follow law when he knocked over the 6,000-pound monument in June 2017. So he knocked this over, and he said, yeah, I did it because, you know, you're not supposed to have these, uh, what is it, The it's idolatry to have these things up. You know, we shouldn't have this. And he did the same thing in Oklahoma. Like, he videoed himself doing this shit. This was a, this should have been a slam dunk, open and shut case on somebody breaking the law. I mean... I'm not a fan of those monuments, but I laughed that a Christian was the one that defaced both of them. And what's really funny is that they're saying that it's a mental disease, that he's following his religion that tells him to destroy That sounds like clear reasoning. Like, that sounds like clear reasoning. Like, you listen to somebody with delusions, and it's not clear reasoning. And it doesn't necessarily, like, it usually doesn't even fit their own theology. You know? Like, it's just delusions because yeah. they're delusions this guy is like i don't know i don't know what this guy is doing i don't know it just he's incapable he, of following laws ah. he has publicly stated that he's devoutly religious we know that yeah but he's also says that he's a supporter of church state separation so he's more of a law following person <laughs> than jason rapert was setting this thing up on the fucking state grounds because he broke the constitution by having it there but it's interesting to me that they're calling his brand of Christianity and following the rules of his Bible, they're calling that mentally unfit. Well, I mean, he's not wrong. Meanwhile, if we're a no. Christian nation. Okay. For, to be real, I think this guy probably could use some help. Yeah, um, because he did blame the 2014 incident on the devil. And say, he also added that he was diagnosed as bipolar. And he was really off his medication, is what he said. So, <sighs> okay, our mental health facilities, our mental health system in this country is atrocious, and this man deserves way better help. And religion is not helping this man. It's not helping this man. No, I mean, you, they like you don't have to be this if you're bipolar. You don't. You don't have to be toxic or abusive or any of those things. But man, are we bad at addressing this? And also, okay, maybe it's the right thing for the judge to recommend mental health treatment. Fine, yeah, it's because right, throwing this but... guy in prison is probably not going to do anything except for exacerbate whatever. Yeah, the it's torturing are. a man who desperately needs help. But th- come on, this is white privilege if I've ever fucking heard <laughs> it. If this guy was an atheist and had delusions of Dawkins talking to him, they'd be like to jail with you. Like, if this man was brown, I don't even want to know. He wouldn't have gotten a chance to get out of his car. Let's just put it at that point. Like, (laughs) this is ridiculous. And this is something we talk about when we talk about white privilege a lot. It's not that we're saying white people should be treated just as bad. Hey, N.K. Jemison did a really good job explaining it in her book. Um, It's not that people should be treated worse. It's not that people should be treated worse. It's that, are you fucking kidding me? Everyone should get this chance. And he shouldn't have had to go to jail in the first place. All right. It, we, should, we shouldn't have such stigmas against mental health. And we should. Well, yeah. The monument. Ah, so dumb. 
the monument shouldn't have been put up in the first fucking place for him to knock it down. <laughs> so, you of course the monument shouldn't have shown no. the first fucking place because it's fucking illegal. Mm-hmm. And it's just funny that both times he's been acquitted of this, and I have to laugh that they they're calling him following Christianity a mental illness, and it's just it, it's just funny to me. It's like although he's not entirely wrong, that is what the doctrine says. No, it is. And that's the great thing is that the judge is going, yeah, you're off your rocker. But all the other Christians are like, it's evil what he did. No, like he's following your shit better than you are. So, yeah. uh, okay, this is Oh, and it's Arkansas Christians, too. Don't even get me started on those people. Define evil. Hell. Fucking. Oh, God, I hate it. Yeah. Define According people. to them, we're evil. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. Believe it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm. Your basis of evil is very strange if I am evil because I'm a very nice and generous lover. You're evil. Evil woman. <laughs> we don't care where you catch the show, whether it be iTunes, Overcast, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, or hell, even YouTube. If you enjoy the show, even the slightest amount, all we ask is that you guys give us a subscribe, like, or share us with your friends. Without word of mouth, we'd have never become the show that we are today. I'd like to buy your deadliest gun, please. Aisle six, next to the sympathy cards. Whoa, careful there, Annie Oakley. I don't have to be careful, I got a gun. Well, you'll probably want the accessory kit, holster, oh, yeah. bandolier, Baby. silencer, mm-hmm. loudener, uh. speed cocker. Ooh, I like the sound of that. And this is for shooting down police helicopters. Oh, I don't need anything like that. Yet. Just give me my gun. Sorry, the law requires a five-day waiting period. We've got to run a background check. Five days? But I'm mad now. I'd kill you if I had my gun. Yeah, well, you don't. What you're about to see, folks, is a guy by the name of E.W. what? Jackson? And he is a person that is running for a office in some state. I didn't do the research on this. It's just funny that this is a campaign ad that he has and it starts off with him standing in front of a little grove of trees staring off into stage left and just just hang on wait till you see what he does reaches into the holster shoots a couple of rounds and fumbles trying to get it back into his holster Aww. it's one thing to talk about the second amendment i've done plenty of that but it's quite another thing to practice it. I try to carry my gun everywhere I go. But when I'm told that there are towns and cities and states where I'm not allowed to practice my Second Amendment rights, I feel like my rights are being violated. Aww. Oh, I'm so sad for you. There are certain cities where, you know, you can't have certain kinds of guns or, you know, have you seen the recent videos of people like just shooting their guns and confrontations? Oh my God. Cell phones are amazing. They are. But it's just funny that, that if you're not allowed to carry an arsenal with you, wherever the fuck you go and you know, having just a pistol is not an arsenal, but at the same time, it can kill a lot of people pretty damn quickly. If you're yeah, really trying uh, to do so. You know, if you can't sling it around on your fucking hip like a gunslinger and walk around the city everywhere where it's like, I need this. You don't. Your rights are being infringed upon. It's like, come the fuck on, man. This isn't the there Wild are so many, West. I would, be, the- I would be more worried about civil rights 
instead of having to worry about gun rights. Are you kidding me? But they're like, oh, it's a slippery slope. If they take the one thing away, they're going to go for all of them. Like, yeah, no, yeah. Guns, you know man. what? Yeah. Uh, you said this is a person of color. Yes, it is. Yeah. Uh, honey, you just try that shit. If you ever get into a confrontation with the police. Yeah. Be those two black men with a gun on your hip in Starbucks. Just mm-hmm. try that shit. You're gonna... And then. <laughs> yeah. No. He's going uh, for it. And then next thing you know, he's a dead man. Yeah. Uh, shot dead in his car for illegal firearm. Well, for he, illegal he's... firearm. Yep. Here comes. Uh, here comes the next part. What is some nutcase, some evil person besides he's going to kill a bunch of innocent people and I happen to be in the crowd? You're not going to do shit. <laughs> like, yeah, you're going to duck to the ground just like everybody else. Yeah, would. you're going to run. That's or run. The, yeah. That's the, that's... the best thing you can do is like start throwing shit at that person or running. If you can't throw shit, you run. That's the mm-hmm. most like you're if you're not running. If you're trying to tackle that person, no, you're just impeding people trying to run away at that point. And running is the safest thing you can do. Oh my God. We're actually <laughs> really good at this, you guys. Humans yeah. are really good at just getting away from problems. Escaping <laughs> instinct. Yeah. We Yeah. All right. Immediate danger. Safe. We got it. Got it. <laughs> just run. I have no ability to defend myself or any of the innocent people who might be there. They don't need your fucking defense. Oh, I feel so safe now. The big strong daddy has a gun. And we were just talking about, like, if you don't have a gun, you still have other methods to bringing down an attacker. In fact, distract. Okay, so this is a fun thing. Uh, A lot of these, like, people uh, like to refer to, like, alpha males and all that shit, right? Um, The alpha male dogs is not a thing. Alpha male and wolves is not a thing. It just doesn't exist. Um, but one way to distract a dog fight, just spray him with some water. Um, throw some shit in there that's not going to hurt him. Uh, just Give make, them- just change their focus. Change their focus for a second, and then you can get control of the situation. That actually works with people too. No, without uh, a gun, though, Cobra nope. Kai leg sweep. <laughs> oh yeah, no, <laughs> punch him in the throat. Gun's not going to help you. Gun's not going to help you. Uh, because what you're doing is escalating the violence at that point, And then they're going, you're going to up their sense of violence. So with, okay. So if you're, in a, I know you've seen the, I know you've seen the coffee shop skit that they have out there where like the one guy has a gun and then everybody keeps escalating yes, it. Further yeah, and yeah, further. yeah. 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 That's what you get in this kind of exactly. situation. When everyone has a gun, everyone escalates. Uh, what you can do is just, throw some water on the situation and everyone's <laughs> distracted for a second and now they're out of their own head. It's just, it's brilliant. Uh, some of the whip best your dick out and start pissing on the guy. That would throw him for a loop weird. for a second and be like, That's what? <laughs> yeah, uh, throw a chair. Throwing a chair is a great method because they're not going to be able to aim now. If like, you're close enough, tackle oh, them. I mean, yeah, I don't want you to tackle him. I'm no. saying if you can, if you if can, you, and you're right next to him, go you can do that. <laughs> and that's way safer than anything. Uh, we, in fact, saw this recently. Uh, a guy in the Waffle House. Yeah. There was an active shooter. He tackled him. He grabbed the barrel of the gun, ended up burned. 
saved a bunch of people's lives. But got the gun away from the guy and he yeah. escaped, you know? That's the thing, is that guns have a certain... You can disarm the person. You don't have to... Shooting... You're gonna you're gonna hear the propagandist talk about yeah, bad guy with a gun gun was stopped with a good guy with a gun. By and large, it's just distractions. Just distract the fuck out of the motherfucker and that'll do the trick. It's just like dogs. I'm sorry, we're not that different. <laughs> <laughs> just distract them and they're gonna be like, What? And then you're like, um, gun's mine now. You right, do the same gonna... thing. You do the same thing with a bully stick, and you want to take it from a dog to tr- teach him that it's not a good thing to have. Offer him cheese. Yep. I feel utterly naked and vulnerable. On... Without my gun, that's okay, what it sounded like to me. Things like those are bad things. I vulnerability is not a bad thing. No, but it's just funny that he feels that way. Yeah. It, it, it is interestingly telling, isn't it? That he's like, I feel naked and vulnerable without them. And I'm like, those aren't bad. No, and I, to tell you what, I don't feel naked and or vulnerable without not having a single weapon in my house. I, not, not touching me. I, I do have weapons in this house. I don't know how to use them. Um, they're, I've got knives. I mean, ugh. and, and a, set of brass knuckles over here somewhere but you know cast uh, iron upstairs i feel like those would be really effective to start hitting someone with my, if my I... bat lift might work on taking down a criminal or two i mean it's not sharp, hey, but it's not <laughs> i've got some toy lightsabers um <laughs> what we're saying is vulnerability is not inherently a bad thing no but you shouldn't have you sh- your your well-being and the way that you feel should Sorry. not be tied to uh, yeah, firearm. Actually, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry to get to super like pop psychology. I, I don't even know if it's pop psychology, but the fact that he is afraid of being vulnerable around people without a way to obliterate those people is really fucking telling. Yeah, it is kind of gross, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that is really something. Like the the the, the cyn- I I consider myself somewhat cynical. Um. I don't know. I'm a woman who has that's, to that's live. That's like fatalist, though. That's yeah. Like-, <laughs> like to think that you are so under threat that you have to carry violent—not not just violent, but deadly weaponry with you at all times to interact with human beings at all. Like that wall, honey. You need therapy. <laughs> I I can't possibly be in the same crowd as other people. Unless I have my weaponized anthrax around my neck. That's <laughs> just bizarre. <laughs> he's treating everyone like they're goddamn vampires. Yeah. God, uh, he's going to talk about when to vote for him. Okay. 12. There is a primary to select a Republican nominee for United States Senate. When I become your senator, I'm going to make sure that you can carry your gun everywhere you go. It's your God-given right. No, it's actually written in the Constitution. I mean, uh, it, I mean, it's been interpreted from the Constitution. I mean, how come guns didn't exist since we existed then? I know, right? I'm just and saying. secured by the Constitution, and law-abiding citizens should not have that right infringed. It's one thing to talk about the Second Amendment. It's quite another thing to practice it. What? <laughs> That's his line. That's the same thing you repeated the second time around. Uh, oh, right. 
It's fine and dandy to talk a good podcasting game, but actually making a podcast and producing it is a thing entirely different. I feel naked and alone and vulnerable when I don't have my mixer and microphone around me at all times. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's just uh, sad. That sad. is a level of anxiety I mm, I have clinically diagnosed anxiety disorder and wow well this is funny right here that i'm I'm looking at the comments for this right wing watch video and it says fear is every right winger's primary driving force Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh it's your god-given right ah yes i remember that passage in genesis quite well and so god created adam eve and the (laughs) ar-15 what is going on there like i i can't imagine these scenarios i i just can't i just nope it's gone i have no idea why you would need to carry this in day-to-day life it says right here ew is so emasculated by crushing fear that he needs a gun to feel like he is even a shadow of a man sad (laughs) (sighs) that's terrifying my gosh man what the fuck x you and i aren't very funny we need kyle we do need Kyle. He's We're not our... very funny. We're no. like super serious people. <laughs> I could be funny in the right situation. This is yeah. I know I'm her, <laughs> but this is just oh, honey. Did you know that if you're not a Patreon patron, you're not getting the entire show each week? It's true. We record a whole hell of a lot of extra stuff each week. That if you're not beyond the veil, you're missing out. Starting at the $1 and $2 levels, you can immediately gain access to the secret patron shows that some folks need to wait a full half year before hearing. From there, we hit the $3 level where you get additional episodes that we record about once a month uh, where we zero in on an adversary to the show. But for the best value, we suggest the $5 a month level where you get the full uncut episodes that come packed with about an extra hour worth of the Utah Outcast crew laughing at jokes to the rest of the world that most people won't hear. Or talk about things that only the patrons will get to chime in on. That means that for each month, you get about four additional episodes worth of content for you to enjoy along with the other rewards. The biggest benefit, I think, would be that you get both episodes that we record in one lump sum instead of having to wait for them to drop on Monday and on Wednesday. Look at it as an investment on your entertainment each month. We're much more than the cheap little pizza you might miss out on if you decided to become a patron. So what are you waiting for? Donate today. Check out patreon.com slash Utah Outcasts for more information. <laughs> yes. Jim, it's like... <laughs> you're Where's so his fun. dad? Isn't he cute? A good little Mexican boy here is going to help us introduce to you our okay. brand new 20-year shelf life food. Oh, Sign. he's eating everything. Oh, he's eating... Oh, lovely. Yeah, okay. I can't get so, it. Look at I'm that. I'm supposed to be introducing this right here. This is so many different kinds of foods. Hey, Can you all see I that right there? There's there's an enchilada. This is 20 right year shelf life food, <laughs> and I put some of that yeah. cheese sauce on the on the taco. It is so that's called good. queso. Cheese that's, sauce is called queso. Oh dear Jesus! That's awesome. Oh, I'm a gringo that's trying to tell you about queso. Mexican queso. food. Yes. It's not going to work. No, that's little Lori, queso. help me. You, uh, you, no. you got some Mexican blood. 
five of our kids are full-blooded Mexican kids. So this is Mexican food that real-life Mexicans approve of. I don't know about you, but there's nothing like queso sauce. I'll tell you that right now. All right, Jim Baker time, people, because I love, love the Jim Baker show. Just because it brings us the most quality, fun fucking stuff that we could talk about on here. And this is going to be the Jim Baker equivalent of butter emails. My feet are asleep. Wait, just wait. Here we go. See, they think he had to cheat. Talking about Trump, of course. Because that's the, you know, I really wanted to talk about, and I don't know if we ever got into it much, (laughs) into the Mm -hmm. Russian collusion. But they feel like the president couldn't have won. And he didn't win the popular vote. Let's he just say did that right not. Now. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, it's it's one of those things that if you talk, if you listen to people on the left, there is a deep amount of unsurety on did he win because of collusion or not? Honestly, we'll never have that answer. Did they affect vote totals in certain key states that they needed to hit? We don't know. That's not really I, the point. My 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 whole thing is like, look, we had. We had a close election when it came to Bush Gore. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, I was I was fucking sad that Gore eventually ended up losing, even though I was pissed off with the way that he did lose. But at the same time, I didn't have any threats in my mind where like the world is going to fucking end. This mm-hmm. country is going into a shitter. It was a great. We lost to the fucking George. We lost to George Bush. Now we got to live with it for the next four years. And then when when McCain, not McCain, what the fuck was his name? Kerry ran against him. I was like, and he lost. I was like, fuck, now we got four more years to deal with this. Yeah, pretty much. When Trump lo- when Trump won, it wasn't just a fuck, I got to deal with this. It for was four a victory years. of fascism. It was like, what the fuck happened to my country? Mm-hmm. What you picked this guy mm-hmm. like this guy, this mm-hmm. this this motherfucker is the one that won. So that's why we're always on the left saying, I don't know how this worked because we were brought up our entire lives thinking that only was, the good, the best candidates would win. No, it was a personal betrayal to me, actually. Um, yeah, you could go back, watch either, either your or my reaction. To yeah, that, no. That election it was, and, yeah, exactly. Just go back uh, and watch our reactions because it was a personal betrayal to me because I don't know if anyone's noticed, but I'm a woman. Yeah. Boy, I was I I sat there watching that that night that it happened, and it was just like, what is going on? Even even Trump, even Trump was surprised he won. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Uh, Let's just go there. All right, but let's not worry about like our personal thing of it. Let's hear what Jim Backer is going to say. And so, what would they do? What would what would the enemies do? Most of what. We'll fake it. We'll cheat. We'll do something, you know. So they think Donald Trump had to do something you want, to get elected. You want some, is that- well, yeah, you have to do something to get elected. Yeah, you can't. The, okay, <laughs> no. Here's the terrifying thing: is here on the left, we actually just think that this revealed our country to us. That's what's scary, especially to us white liberals. Who knew racism was still a thing, but we thought it was just kind of like a, a minor thing. Like, the majority of people know. But it revealed to us the power that is racism. And, and how the power. 
and segregated power, this country really is. And the power of sexism. Yeah. I mean, if if a country if if enough people could elect Donald Trump, I know he didn't win the popular vote, mm-hmm. but they could disregard how we talked about Muslims and women and Mexicans and black people. And like, that's a real thing. And, and he's our black friends. Our black friends are sitting there. Like it's been here this whole time. Let's keep in mind. It doesn't matter that it's been here this whole time because now it's in power again. Again, let's just, let's keep in mind that. Uh, what what's the best terminology I can say for this one? It's just that he has not done a single fucking thing to bring this country together since the election. After elections, post-elections, the president's job is to put a salve on the partisan bullshit that happens. And he's not done a fucking thing. He's blaming Democrats for things that Republicans are doing. He's blaming everybody else except for his own innate, terrible way of doing shit. For the problems that are going on in this country, instead of you know owning up to it, you know the buck stops here. No, he just passes the fucking blame onto somebody else, and it's just it's disgusting. Anyway, I want to let it keep playing because we got more Jim Baker. Here we go. That I wanted your you want some news before it makes the news. Yes, yes. And I'm gonna be very cautious here. If you're very cautious, you don't go on the Jim Baker show on TV and say the shit that you're gonna say. Please do. Please be cautious. Yeah. Please pick your words wisely. And you, you haven't got the video on in front of you here, but he was doing the eyeball shifting left and right thing. Like, these people are just play acting. That's all they are. It it's is. Just, it's entirely play acting. They, they set up archetypes, and a lot of this is improv. Some of these people are probably some of the best improvisational, you know, speakers that we've ever heard of. Like, Jim Baker is a fucking genius at coming up with shit on the fly. It's not funny, but it's innate. It's, it's a, inherently funny because we disagree with most of what he says but at the same time he's he's a good bullshit tonight? artist we're not laughing tonight dude well we we don't have our spirit animal with us we need yeah he, he tends <laughs> to make things funnier he tends to crack the joke that none of us could actually decode so i'm but just th- angry i don't know i am angry. angry anyway i'm gonna let this guy be very careful there is in existence right now 64 thousand emails and I, you can't ask me any questions beyond this then why the fuck would you bring it up in a conversation <laughs> where this came from Sixty-four thousand emails in existence right now that prove that the democratic party planned to use russia to bring trump down that's not a thing. That's ridiculous. That's the <laughs> That is so inherently wrong. <laughs> in order That's for that amazing. to work. In order for that to work. Come out come on the branch with me real quick. In order for this okay. to work, the Democrats would have to have a deal with with Russia mm-hmm. where they would like say, "Okay, now Russia, you're going to proffer them uh, Trump this information and you're going to make it so this happens." And they're like, "Da." And so what has to happen, even if there's that so the collusion? With lose, the- so, okay, so the Democrats wanted to lose the House, Senate, and presidency to get Trump. I mean, I I don't understand if we had the power to do this, then why wouldn't we use it just to keep power ourselves? I mean, 
these are the same people that thought that Obama was coming for their guns and he was going to do Jade Helm and all this other stuff. But anyway, it's just funny. Like Russia says, yes, we're going to we're going to use this to get Trump. We're going to get Trump. You're right. Democrat Party. We're going to work with you to defeat you. And cool. Cool. cool, Okay. In, In order for all of this, all of this to work. Trump would still have to first betray his country to Russia in order for us to use that to bring him down. So uh-huh. even if we did set it up, he still took a bite of the apple. <laughs> Pomegranate. Holy shit. Holy shit, man. Just the, the, the circuitous way of these people thinking about this stuff. It's oh, like, it's just manipulative. <laughs> no, it's just manipulative uh, because a lot of people don't want the deeper information underneath. A lot of people just want the top information. And so they think about just the baseline information and this is information, incorrect or no, to them, what they're hearing is, oh, that works on a baseline level, like in their instinct, instinctual Democrats would do anything to make us look bad level. Mm. And that's all they're hearing. That's they're not thinking about thought. the actual, they're not actually working through the steps of like, wait, what? Like, how would that work? <laughs> that they're not doing a Black Mirror episode of this, all right? No. They're not doing the full thought experiment. They're no. just <laughs> riding on the yeah. I, wonder, I can't remember if he gives bad. us a if he gives us a how this happened, but I'm gonna let him talk. There's a whistleblower. Oh, okay. Okay, and he's got him. And so I think I think should all go as proceeded that you're going to see. Leak after leak after leak after leak leak come out, and you're going to if 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 you know they learn how to speak, man. Okay, so okay, no, this is actually intentional. Um, he's obfuscating the actual point. What he's talking, he's describing a real thing that's happening. We're seeing leak after leak after leak, and and so what he's doing is basically ensuring trust, and what he's saying is going to explain what that is. And what is that? They want to deduct names. They say deduct names for security reasons. Deduct? Motherfucker, it's redact. Redact. Yeah. That, but really, thank you for they're translating. They're deducting names of people we all know to protect them who are involved with corruption. And I think you might be surprised how big the conspiracy was. It was not hmm. that President Trump had a conspiracy with Russia, it was the other party had a conspiracy to use Russia mm. to uh, as their weapon to to <laughs> what <laughs> to what they were using Russia as their weapon to make Bring you all down. look like racist motherfuckers <laughs> I mean Russia just... was thinking that far ahead because that's not how fascist organizations work I'm just still caught up that we are going to work with Russia, but we need to throw this election and we need to throw all of these house and house and uh, Senate elections. And we need to throw all the governorships and we need to throw all the judges and everything we need to. We're going to own Trump so fucking hard. Trump is just one symptom of the problem in this country. Yeah, he's just a he symptom. Is. Yeah, he's just a symptom. Like, let's Thank be honest. Goodness Thank goodness he's too fucking stupid to know that when he's causing actual real problems. The problem is now we have some assholes like John Bolton in the fucking White House. 
And if you haven't been paying attention, John Bolton is a bad motherfucker. You do not want to have him saying that we need to go to war with somebody because that's what he's itching for. Mm-hmm. But anyway, 64,000 emails, huh? Hmm. Wait, what about those? I didn't nice, quite catch. Nice story, catch. bro. What was the 64,000 emails? I don't quite catch what those were. About Democrats setting up Trump using the Russians to win, to wait, to lose the election. That's right. Um, I don't okay, know. so to lose This makes power. no goddamn sense at all. Oh, and completely dis- uh, as Pod Save America like to point out, we are on our way to a constitutional crisis. In other words, our constitution might fail soon. Ah, that's I'm not gonna fun. Have the answers to it's yeah, fun. It's, it's fun. This is fun. Yeah, no, it's terrible, you guys. Uh, we we said this for the two years leading up to the election. <laughs> yep. Want to get in touch with the outcasts? It's easy. We're available on most social media platforms as Utah Outcasts. We're on YouTube, Reddit, Patreon, Stitcher, Spreaker. Well, shit, you name it. Uh, you can email us via mailbag at utahoutcast.com. You can always leave us a voicemail or text by using 347-669-3377. Or for those of you who are so inclined, click the Contact Us link on our website, utahoutcast.com, and we'll be in touch. Take your sticking paws off me, you damn dirty ape! Roseanne Barr is a racist fuck. Yeah, she is. I mean, she's more than that. And apparently one of my friends here in Salt Lake lives like two doors down from her house that she just bought. What? She lives here? Yeah, she has a house here. Her mom still lives here. Her brother, I think, still lives here. I didn't know that. Yeah, she's in Salt Lake right now, laying low. (laughs) Wow, that's gross. She's in the city with you, Felicia. (laughs) Actually, I'm probably closer than you are. Uh, I am probably not ever going to notice it's her if i run into her in the wild though yeah because she just looks like every other local utah old fat lady yeah she's just (laughs) mediocre yeah and you know what all the people that are saying that this she shouldn't have been fired this that and the other thing no she absolutely should have been fired but she she wasn't even fired she quit didn't she isn't that how it worked i can't Uh, remember oh i I, the last i heard that they just canceled it i didn't know that they I, th- I thought that she was fired. I, I might be wrong. I, I don't know. I don't fucking know. But anyway, Alex Jones is going to do what Alex Jones does best and take shit out of context and try to make it work. And he, I saw somebody made a video on YouTube the other day where it's where it said Alex Jones is anime. And I was like, you know, he that's not too fucking far off because uh, he's got the turn the freaking frogs gay thing it's like he is a character he <laughs> is but i don't know is he lying anymore i think he is i think everything that comes out of his mouth is a lie i don't even know gets... does he even know when he's lying Probably. he is anyway let's let it, let's see wow. what he has to say about roseanne all right chimpanzees chip apes orangutans those are all apes, chimpanzees, oh, and okay, yeah, those are apes. You just named apes, and you can see the comparisons. They teach that in sociology, psychology, anthropology. It's well known. Well, that's um, not, what, that's not what anthropology is. Anthropology that's not is what just psychology is either. <laughs> home, what? Okay, anthropology is Homo sapiens. Um, psychology is the study of the mind, and therefore is not limited to Homo sapiens. 
What, no, what but they, they don't sit there in, in psychology class and show you slides of humans compared to apes. They, they, and not in my uh, psychology class. Not in my psychology classes, no. So if you compare some black lady to looking simian, well, there's a reason. Because we are primates. The Christian just admitted that we are primates. Yeah, Alex, we're primates. We know that. Um, there's a reason that it. none of our persons of color listeners have ever been offended that when I say we're the worst apes, uh, you notice the, the term I use, we're, right? Um, yeah. Because I am not reducing them to animals, one, one of which is, if you understand evolutionary biology, doesn't really matter. Um, but metaphorically and in cultural senses, reducing one to less than personhood matters. And in our culture, not being a human being is therefore less than personhood and reducing them to just a general ape rather than our apeness, which is not culturally accepted by and large. <laughs> just not tell, and, just tell your regular stranger on the street that you're a fucking ape. They don't like it. And, no, and the, the problem is, is that it's tempered here with the fact that white folk have been calling black people apes for a really goddamn long time as a way to reduce, reduce their, reduce their humanity. Yeah. Yes. Their personhood. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So that's where the racism comes in there, Alex. But when we on this show say we're the worst apes, that is our personhood. That yeah. is our humanity, our individual individuality. Is we are apes, and there's nothing wrong with that. But that's not how culture sees it at large, and that's why we're never, ever, ever going to reduce like persons of color to apeness. It's just mm -hmm. that's not how we're gonna do it because it's disgusting. Let's see. What else? What else are you going to talk to us about, Alex? That's why there's so many comparisons to humans and monkeys and to apes, because some people look more like it than others. There are some white oh, people that look shit. more like apes than other. <laughs> oh, my God. He just basically said that they are more ape than white people. Yeah. Ken Ham looks like a Neanderthal. I mean <laughs> he does. And also, no. Black people don't look more like chimps than white people. They just don't. They're white people. There's some black people that look more ape-like than other black people. I look ape-like. Okay, wait. Wait for it. <laughs> just fucking wait for it. I look ape-like. With my shirt off. No, thank you. Just, no. Oh, God, no. 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 <laughs> no, thank no. you. How do you know? You don't. <laughs> You look like a saggy white dude. Ah, I'm sorry, just you. You're, no, I, I've got, okay. He's going he's gonna to explain himself here. Oh, please. You know, in my birthday suit, I look like a gorilla. No, you don't. I, I, I mean, I don't have to work out. I got big chest, big arms, nope. big legs. Nope. I'm bow-legged. Nope. My nope. feet are flat. No, you do not. No, he's honey. self-deprecating himself so hard. To no. defend Roseanne Barr. He is not self-deprecating himself. That's the thing what he's doing is he's talking about I got big chest, big arms, bow legged. He's he's trying to he's trying to guest on himself. He's <laughs> he's sitting here like I no look like one fights like Alex Jones. No one fights like Alex Jones. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't work. Doesn't, Nobody's doesn't. incredibly dense like Alex Jones. <laughs> <laughs>
Yes. Pause, 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 pause. My dad pause. is somewhat Simeon looking too. <laughs> just the way it is. We somewhat all look like Simeon. Simeons. We We're all, all we all do. You see the thing I'm doing with my arms right now? That's that's a monkey thing. <laughs> that's a monkey thing. That's a monkey thing monkeys do. Like <laughs> my dad is somewhat Simeon looking too. Somewhat. Somewhat. I fucking hate my dad. Uh, <laughs> my, there's, there's my dad flung poo at me one time and stole my banana. <laughs> there's this one Christian movie that's like, does your mom look like a monkey? <laughs> uh, God awful movies is like, yes. <laughs> like, yeah. We all look remarkably like monkeys. That's why we empathize with them so much. Because we uh, we see ourselves in them because we're not you ever stupid. Go watch, you ever go watch the orangutans? Because shit that looks like us. Yeah. And Alex is still trying to justify comparing, like, to dehumanizing through monkeyifying people of color to you look like an ape. By the way, honey, you're not that strong. You don't look like a gorilla. Like, you look like a sickly chimpanzee at best. No, I, I wouldn't be intimidated by an Ale- a wild Alex Jones. Wild Good. gorilla? I'd be shit in my pants. Oh God! <laughs> I I'd have a lot to say to the gorilla, but it wouldn't be in words. And I think they could get it. I think they could get it. <laughs> yeah, immediately prostrate yourself, make yourself smaller, so they hopefully they don't beat the shit out of you exactly. <laughs> for coming into their territory. Exactly. Basically, I respect the gorilla, Alex. I don't respect you, hun. <laughs> no. I respect the gorilla, but. Oh, I'm proud of it now. No, I mean, this whole thing is just absolutely ridiculous. I'm hairy like an ape, too. By the way, I'm proud of it. <laughs> Women don't seem to mind. Ah, <laughs> uh, you needed your comedy tonight, and we finally hit it. <laughs> God, I'm hairy like an ape, he says. Oh, my God. No, you're not. Shut the fuck up. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Honey, you got hair on your chest. That's not hairy like an ape. You're hairy like an ape and that you're a homo state. Oh my god, that's amazing. I can't. I can't. That's amazing. And you made me freeze frame it on a picture of him tearing his shirt off in the studio. <laughs> oh, no. and... God damn it. No. Oh, they seem to like it. No, we don't. So, no, women, we don't. no. Women don't like body hair for the most part, guys. Uh, I actually do. I'm a, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of body hair. Not Alex Jones' body hair. It's, 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 it's about the person and like his Body hair is like sparse. I want to say like it's not interesting. It's just like there. I don't know. I'm seeing a whole lot of shoulder hair. That's what I'm ew. <laughs> pause, pause. Pause. I would say that I look more Simeon than most black people. Uh huh. Danger. Danger. Watch your freaking back. <laughs> no, that's a weird thing that you're saying now. I'm I'm more weird. monkey than you are, black people. Like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> what is going on here now? He is defending Roseanne so goddamn hard. This is the weirdest thing we've ever heard him talk about. This is getting weird. Nothing like the upper decker. <laughs> no, nothing like nothing will ever beat his incredulity with the upper decker. Oh man! But this mental illness of political correctness 
to say that we don't all that's not one way said. or another. That's not what Simeon is just a complete joke. That's not what she said. I mean, it's like species of horses. Nope. Does a mule look a lot like a horse, even though it's not a horse? Yeah. Does a donkey oh. look a lot like a horse? It's a different species, but it's in the same family. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Honey, that's not what she said, though. That's not. She See, wasn't talking about animal husbandry. She wasn't talking about that. She... Like, we, on this show, we can talk about how we are apes because we're atheists who accept evolution as what it and is have and, gone through preliminary anthropology classes and we realize yeah, we're, wow we're just <laughs> apes and therefore people with more melanin production are also apes and we're not calling them animals or like diminishing their personhood when we say that because we're <laughs> aligning ourselves with them what you're doing is reducing appearance to personhood and that's getting weird <laughs> it's so weird it's so weird I mean he took off his fucking shirt like I'm just like ah, what are you doing please put your shirt back on ah you remind <laughs> me of my ex-boyfriend's dad I'm really uncomfortable right now uh, he's the guy that like even though like you're bringing the girlfriend over he's like the brother or the dad he's coming over he's like do you guys like to lift weights? I like to lift weights. Yeah, and he's he is, all like, he is, look at me. He's he he the <laughs> dad of your boyfriend who's hitting on you. Like, as a female, <laughs> your boyfriend's dad is hitting on you. You're like, this is not okay. And that's Alex Jones right now. He's like, we're all Simeon. I'm like, we are, but I need you to not have a shirt off. <laughs> I look more, more Simeon than black people. I don't know what you mean by that. But please put your shirt back please on. Put your shirt back on. <laughs> I have hair like a. I have hair. <laughs> Motherfucker, we all have hair. <laughs> Even when you can't see it, like black hairs sticking out of like the chest. Okay. If you look close enough, it's there still. It's still hair. I the follicles don't know are what there. You mean. We're just apes. Please just <laughs> stop. Even the women have hair. All over their bodies. All over. It's everywhere. There's just hair. It's and called hair follicles. We have them all over our And it's bodies. just that we have really fine hair now, and we don't know why. Please put your <laughs> shirt back on. Shirt back on. <laughs> <laughs> no. Please, Alex. No. Please, Alex. No. I don't want any gorilla mind. No, I don't want any You're of your not. supplements. Just put your fucking shirt You're back not. on. <laughs> You're not he, okay. This whole thing was a bit for him to sell himself as like some superior alpha male, and I'm telling you, as a female who's just just so virile, um, no, no, mm -mm. Mm -mm. <laughs> oh my god. Well, that about does her. Wraps her all up. And it was a pretty good story, don't you think? Made me laugh to beat the band. Parts, anyway. I guess that's the way the whole darned human comedy keeps perpetuating itself. Down through the generations. Westward the wagons. Across the sands of time until we... Oh, look at me. I'm rambling again. 
Well, I hope you folks enjoyed yourselves. Catch you later on down the trail. All right, folks. Well, that is it. Episode 200 in the can. This is the last of the Wednesday shows. I know I already said that to you guys, but I want to make sure everybody does realize that. So next week, we're going to be Monday and Friday. This is about the only time you're going to get stuff. Maybe we'll change that around a little bit. Who knows? Uh, I really do appreciate everybody listening and for being fans as long as they have been. We have some Patreon patrons that have been around since pretty much the kickoff. Uh, and I'm going to go through them really quick because they really deserve the credit. Because if it wasn't for people showing us financially, I mean, it sounds silly. But when people support the show and they make it something that I can do as a labor of love that actually doesn't hurt my family wallet to do this, that's just amazing. So we have Luis Cruz, Alan Firth, Michael Stevens, Not a Russian Spy. The Godless Revolution Podcast, Jeff Linville, Mike Bowman, Darcy Bowman, Roosevelt Howden, Jason Poloni, Jeff Peterson, Satan's Little Monkey, Lord Katif, The Problematic Podcast, Patrick Neary, Corey Johnston, host of the Brainstorm Podcast and the Hardcore Skeptic, Stephen Andrus, Angelica Pearson, Janet Uter, Desire Lynn Ward, Kimberly Kellogg, Mike Yoakum, Finno 3000, Mr. Mahoney, Cindy Spears, Scott John Harrison, Nathaniel Cavalona, Andrew Medina, George Green, Stacey Startzel. I really do thank every one of you from the bottom of my heart that you've kept Utah outcasts going as long as it has. And that's the truth. I, I, like I said before, if I do, if I didn't have that support and the knowledge that there are a lot of people that listen to the show on a weekly basis, and we have a ton of people checking us out on YouTube, I wouldn't be doing this because what's the point of slamming your head against the wall unless, unless you have an audience and people that actually care about the product that you put out there. So with all the man hours that I've put into this, I really do appreciate the fact that we made it to this keystone marker of 200 episodes. Now, just go ahead, crack a whip over my back, and just say, get the fuck back to work, X. I really do appreciate it. And anyway, I'm, and I keep rambling. <laughs> so before I wrap it up, I wanted to remind folks that if you don't have the ability to share your love with the show via Patreon, there are multiple methods in which you can show your support. And I mean this, guys. Find us on YouTube and subscribe there if you haven't already. Leave a review on whatever service you catch us on, because reviews make us heard in other people's ears. Or just shoot us an email or a text. We love interacting with everybody. Uh, I had some interaction with one of our most stoic uh, communiques with the show, which is James who sent us a person that was just too vile for us to even talk about, but we see you, James, and we appreciate all the stuff that you do. Uh, this show would be complete garbage without the people that chime in with their input every week. And with that, it's time to bring episode 200 to a close. And remember, everyone, you're welcome. I think I'm sophisticated because I'm living my life like a good homo sapien. Multiplying and they're walking around like flies, man. So I'm no better than the animals sitting in their cages in the zoo, man. Cause compared to the flowers and the birds and the trees, I am an ape, man. I think I'm so educated and I'm so civilized. Cause I'm a strict vegetarian. But with the overpopulation and inflation and starvation and the crazy politicians.
It's time once again for comments from trolls, and we honestly love doing these because, oh my gosh, here's the thing. This one comes to us from a guy named Troll King Hex, which just to begin with, just really, that's the YouTube name you went with? All right. Okay. Calm down. Here's the thing. Bullshit. We've made, last time I checked, like 1,267 videos, something like that, that we have on YouTube, and people are like... Oh, you don't even have as many subscribers as you do videos. Like, I don't fucking care. We're in this for the long run. It's, it's going to be something where people are going to be like, wow, how have I not ever seen your channel before? Because YouTube's kind of a dick right now when it comes to getting new people to watch your stuff. It, yeah. And you know what? Even if we never get famous doing this, we, yeah. it's, we're still going to be here because we love doing it. So... Yeah. And the people that do interact with us, they like us. They, yeah. they honestly like us because there, we're real fucking people. There are some people who get real meaning out of this show. And that's yep. because we really mean it. We're not subject to advertisers. We're not... Mm -hmm. This isn't our livelihood. And even no. if it was, we would still... Affect this, we yeah. want. We want to be honest. We're not going to play into the capitalist game for this because... We're here to be real. So, so a, about six months ago, I think it was like right around like mid-December, early December, something like that. About six months ago. Good guy. We made a video with Chrissyosity. She has her own YouTube channel. Really good channel. Um, this was like around the time we were trying to get more show. YouTube people on here. It was a good show. And we were talking about how Sargon of Akkad and Millennial Woes. I mean, just fuck. I hate both those names already. 
we talked about how deplorable it was that they were talking about Heather Heyer getting run over by a car and that her cause of death was heart attack, not the car smashing into her. Also not actually her cause of death, but fine. Anyway. Yeah, so what we were saying is that Sargon of Akkad is a fucking troll. And he is, because he, is. he says shit that's salacious just to get people to react overreacting. What, you what? Know? and you think he's fact-checking the shit? There's a million, not literally, but there's a bunch of videos about how Sargon can't read. Because yeah. he, <laughs> he will literally cite sources that say the opposite of what he says they say. It's amazing. He is not smart. He, Who put out the 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 videos? Was it Sean or was it Sean um, did some? Uh, and H Bomber guy, I think did H a couple Bomber kind of yeah. Them, but. but there's a oh few Kevin Logan for sure though. There's a <laughs> there's quite a few. I haven't watched all of them because like they'll come up in my recommended. And I'm like I don't need to listen to like them rehash how he got all this wrong again. But yeah, there's quite a few where it's just like <laughs> no, he just he doesn't know shit and he doesn't want to learn anything. He has no, no he, he, has he has no more fun owning the social justice warrior. Yeah, he doesn't care about learning or knowledge. I'm or a classical awe. liberal, even though I support every right wing candidate that comes oh, out. That is such a. <laughs> anyway, a, yeah, it's so dumb. Troll King Hex has this to say to us. Troll Sargon, a troll that is fucking retarded. Sargon is brilliant. You're just jealous if the size, if the size of his audience. I was a sub of yours. No, you were never a sub of mine because I did not choose you. Fuck it. Oh, wait. Different sub. Subscription. Okay, oh, sorry. Oh, oh, yeah, oh. Yeah, not a sub oh. of ours. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I was I was a little confused. I was like, yeah. I haven't ever had a sub. Hmm. A sub oh. of a sub, though. Hmm. Oh, interesting. Hmm. Is that a, anyway, he says, I was a, a sub switch, of yours. Though. I'm not a switch, so. Yeah. But now, unsubscribed. It's like, oh, oh, God. Oh, you hurt my feelings. <laughs> Not unsubscribe. We and don't he says, people off for sexually harassing this host or anything. <laughs> Have That's fun with show. your microaggression filled micro channel. Bullshit, that was just fucking retarded what you said. I love how he does not understand what a microaggression is <laughs> at all. It's not sarcasm, hun. I mean, it can be, but that's not what we're. Nothing we're doing here are microaggressions. This is full aggression. This just, everything we do is full aggression against conservatives, not micro. I just find it funny that he's like, I was a subscriber of yours, but now I have unsubscribed. It's like we picked on just about everybody on the right and on YouTube that we possibly can as much as we've we've picked like Dave we we're going to start probably doing some more Dave Rubin stuff because I can't well there's nothing Ooh. there he's so vapid that uh, it's not really anything you can right. do with Dave so Rubin. dull he just lets other people talk and he has nothing I to agree. say I agree with what you did and we we can do more you Jordan don't Peterson need an identity because you co-opt identities from other people that's not how identity yeah. works We've, we've gone on Sargon for a few times, and this guy just now caught this video here where he's like, now I've unsubscribed from you because you went after my favorite man. There's no way, because this show is so liberal all the time. Just everything we say. Gavin McInnes. Uh, who else? Gavin. We've, we've bagged on a, almost every one of those people we've done. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. Paul Joseph Watson. We've, huh. <laughs> we've hit just about the, the royal Matt flush of Alex Jones. Alex Matt, Jones. Matt Powell. Yeah. 
So Ooh, have I'm we done, sorry. We've done Jordan Peterson, haven't we? We have. We've we've done one on a patron show that's going to be coming out soonish. And it just makes me laugh that uh, one of the friends of ours, he he posted an episode this week where he was talking about this one clip in particular, and I'm like, yeah, we hit that like eight months ago. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, have fun with your microaggression-filled microchannel, bitch, or no, what bullshit that was fucking retarded. All right, I don't know why he starred out like the letters yeah, he, he was saying at the very end. At the beginning, he said fucking. Yeah. yeah, fucking retarded, and then he says it again, fucking retarded. It's like, Okay. Why did you and go also, through the trouble? And also, the more offensive word is retarded in that. I mean, yeah. I know he doesn't think that, I guess. I don't know what he thinks. I honestly can't parse it out. Um, well, this is the kind of person that you can't... You, If somebody said, hey, I prefer if you called me by my chosen name or my chosen pronouns, they'd be like, fuck your feelings. I don't need to, you know... No, you. Yeah. I identify as attack helicopter. My gender is mayo. They yeah. make all these stupid. If jokes I said that, it. if if they liked Wensleydale cheese, and I said I don't prefer it, they'd be like, "Fuck you! You don't know what good cheese is." And I'd be like, <laughs> "That's a completely subjective subject." Or they found out my real name, and instead of calling me what they know from re- reference on the show, would be like, "No, call me X, guys. That's what I go by on on the show." It's like I've got to the point where please. I can't not call you that now. Like yeah, that's that's it, how you are in my head. It's how I've referred to myself for a long, long, long fucking time. And you know what? If I ran into Troll King Hex and I found out his name was Chuck, I still wouldn't call him Chuck because he calls himself Troll King Hex. Dumbass. Anyway, name. thanks for your terrible name. fucking comment. You <laughs> know, boring name. Such a boring got- name. It's so mediocre. He's like, oh, I'm a troll. Oh, that- that's how you identify. But I'm a king of a troll. Like. Your personality is an asshole. That's what it is. Yeah, so you... And honestly, you're not that good at being an asshole. It was rather mediocre. I just find it funny that... You know, South Park does a whole series on what trolling actually does for people. You know, absolutely zero-sum kind of game. And also, I call this the... uh, What the fuck is the guy? Isaac Hayes effect. Where... You can make fun of anything and everything for years and years and years and years and years. But as soon as you touch on the one thing that you find sacred, you're going to rage quit and never be around anymore. It's like, yeah, Troll King Hex, if if Sargon is like one of your brilliant people that you really like, that says more about you than it does us for calling him out on his Mm -hmm. bullshit. So Mm -hmm. kindly fuck off from our channel, Sir King. (laughs) <laughs> well, and here's the here's the fun thing, right? Here here's a fun practice for somebody who values intellectualism. Criticize the things you love. Mm-hmm. Acknowledge the problematic elements of things that you love. You still get to love them. You know what? Still love Moulin Rouge. Still gonna watch it. Still love it. Deadpool too. I got some issues. Love that movie. I'm gonna watch it just a <laughs> bunch. Just a bunch. Um, I've I learned to make peace a long time ago with other people's criticisms of the things that I enjoy. Well, and sometimes they're you know what? Sometimes you grow by understanding that there are valid criticisms of things you enjoy, not your person. And so maybe maybe if you're having such a strong reaction to criticisms of a thing you love, maybe you need to take a look where inward and go. Is this my identity? That's a really shallow identity. Is your identity that, that you're a Sargon fan? I mean, come on, man. You got to totally what's going on in your life. He's, he's <laughs> totally cultivating that, though, right? Yeah. Like, he's totally cultivating that 
being a fan of his is somehow an identity. Mm. And it really is for a lot of these incels, mm -hmm. too. So. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I called you an incel. You're probably not one. You're probably a neat, which is even better. So kindly go fuck yourself, Mr. Troll King Hex. Go away. Bye bye.